what kittens it's me your co-host taylor and i am here with one of our aka hallie and i's because she is not here with us boohoo sad cry but <sighs> you already heard a gasp it is our very very good friend honestly probably a best friend Better be. <laughs> bitches <laughs> let's talk about smut baby, baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about you and, and me. me. Let's talk Let's about talk about all, all the sexies and the lovely. The, mm, I don't know the rest of the that song. Maybe. Let's talk about the silver devil. <laughs> that is our best friend, Grace. Grace, how are. are you? I'm wonderful. I'm drinking out of a new wine glass and I am having a good night. Grace is here to join me in Holly's absence. I know it's just crazy, but I think you are going to actually enjoy all of Grace's commentary this evening. We hope. We will, and you will. But and if you don't, don't tell me. Just pretend you did. Keep your one stars to yourself, folks. Mm-hmm. But Grace, I mean, we've we've known each other since college. Mm-hmm. We, everyone knows Hallie and I's background. We were in the same sorority together, blah, 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 blah. We both went to Alabama together. Grace also was in our sorority and also went to Alabama. And shocker, a bigger snippet to this is Grace was my roommate in college and out of college. Twice over. Just two times. And um, we've been college students together. And we've also been semi-adults together. Semi, hard semi, <laughs> hard semi. Um, Grace, you know, I think we'll give you just kind of like a brief introduction. How did you get sm- started in the smut world? I think Hallie had both a huge influence on how we did that. Oh, yeah. I just like to read, and Hallie knew that. And then I heard that everyone was reading smut, and I said, Well, I'm a spicy human. Let me read it. Did you ever read Akatar? Like the same time I did? Hallie is bringing me her hardbacks to the party in a couple weeks. And yeah, she said she would check a bag for me. I said, I'm honored. That's actually really nice because that is a lot of books and they are quite thick. But I think it's funny. She yelled at me because I called it um, a series. She said (laughs) it's much more than that. I said, yeah, okay. That sounds very Hallie. (laughs) It's more than that, okay? Well, Maggie was asking, what's that? And I said, oh, it's a book series. And gasp. No, it's not. No, no, no. It's it's kind of so Akatar got me. It's a cult, okay? It's a cult. It's a fairy cult. It's a a fake cult. Don't say fairy. I'm so sorry. We'll get you kicked off in two seconds already. I said the F word. You said the F word. We're out. But it is funny because I got started on um, the. Did you read the Button series? I sure haven't. You haven't read that either. So I think it's funny is that Hallie turned us on to do diff, two different series. Do the diff. same two diff, two do diff series. She turned us on to two different series at the same time. She put me on Buttons and Lace and Akatar. And then what was the, what was the first thing you read with Hallie as a buddy read? I don't even remember the first. I mean, it's been a couple of years. Didn't you guys read? You guys have read a series that you sent the video of you. We crying. read. Oh, stay with me. Not she stay. Got, stay with me, but also, why do I feel like the Ravenhood series? Ah, oh, yes, Ravenhood. <laughs> so stay with me, Ravenhood, um, the Midnight Mayhem's, 
Um, I've read one of the Midnight Mayhems. Uh huh. And then I'm blanking on the name now that I'm put on the spot with all the obviously they all hot guys. Shit. Lots with of Will Grayson. Oh, Devil's Night. You've read Devil's, Devil's Night. Night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. was one of my very first ones that I was like, yes, I'm here. I devoured the first book in the series in 24 hours. So I feel you on mm-hmm. that. That's when I was, I was working in Southern Georgia. I had nothing to do. All I was doing was just working and coming home and reading smut. And it was amazing. <laughs> work and play. That's yep, it. Work with living with a 65 uh, year old roommate, love and life. Shout out to Frank. <laughs> Member Frank. <laughs> so oh. Grace, uh, Grace works in the medical field. <laughs> And at the time was like, what were you doing? Like training? Like in a sense? Like no, I was just traveling. Just oh, she was, travel oh, that's therapy. right. She wasn't. She was already a doctor. Grace is doctor. Mm-hmm. We're doctor, doctor Gee on here. DG. DG. And she was living with a 60 year old man in the middle of nowhere, fucking Georgia. Just farming for peanuts. Just working in the hospital. Oh my God. When I think about that past part of your life, it makes me laugh. Isn't it fun what we've been through? It is very fun. But guys, for the whole reason you're here is we buddy read a book together. Um, With the devil. Hello, Hendrix, if you guys hear that. that, Grace lived with Hendrix from one to what? Two and a half years old? Maybe. Maybe. So yeah, she's known him as a young buck. And he likes to make it. Yeah, he likes to bark and make an appearance from time to time. But yes, again, you are here for what we reviewed together. And mm-hmm. we read Gothicana by Rue Nitz. Mm-hmm. Grace, overall thoughts. How'd you feel? I loved it. I hated the ending, though. Gonna come out and say that. No, that's, it. that's fine. I felt the same. I felt like through the whole book, I was gripped. I was like, this is good. Mm-hmm. Like I, there was a couple twists where I was like, there was just nothing for me to even pick up on where that was going. Unless yeah. I just totally read over it. Yes. There was no nuggets. There was yeah. no nuggets for me to be like, Oh, that was coming for me. And mm-hmm. it, not at all. There was not at all. And I thought like to myself, I was like, if I had to like take this book and like, Put it in a TV show. I honestly think it would do great. It was very oh, Wednesday, yeah. Adam. It was Zesky. very Wednesday. Yeah. Yes, it's I like, felt like it's been done. It, and people it, loved it. Yes, and it and it, it's not a. I mean, I did. I loved the like spooky, the gothic part of it. I've never mm-hmm. read a dark the witchy before. feel. I love yes. it. Yeah, I love that she kind of was like maybe a witch, but like who yeah, knows like I want to go like get a card reading. Right. I was like, okay, throw your tarot cards down for me. What would happen with me in the rest of my life? But mm-hmm. there was, you're right. I think hundred percent, the ending was off yeah. for me in that second, but. Overall okay. though, would recommend to a friend. Yes. No, I, I would. I thought it was just like a standalone series in that sense, but then it leaves you on a cliffhanger at the end. Yeah. Where I was like, eh, okay, I'm here for the second book. If it become, if it comes around. Mm-hmm. What would you give your five-star rating? What would you be your star rating? I'd give it a four. 
Okay. Just because I didn't like the ending. I really wanted to give it a five. I'm a high rater on everything. Like everything on my like Goodreads app is a five star because I just feel bad <laughs> if I don't give it a five. I'm just like a people pleaser. <laughs> no, I feel that because sometimes I get uh, like if an author looks at my review, I'm like, oh God, you know, I don't yeah. want to be, don't be that like, person. I want to support these people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I'm like, no, keep writing more books. Please I promise. It. it wasn't like that, but I I will, I will give it around a 3.54 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just based on nuggets. Like I just felt like there needed to be some other arcs that weren't really there for me. And it wasn't bad. I mean, I read this on Audible. Grace, did you read this on Kindle KU or I read it on my it? Kindle? Yeah. It is a KU free book, which is awesome. Correct. Which Love. is all that I read. So mm. yeah. If you give Grace a book, she's like, no, is it not on KU? <laughs> At Akatar. Hallie's like, I'll bring them for you. Okay. <laughs> so you're like, I'm not paying $2.99 for this fucker. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. But I did get a gift card for Christmas. So I oh, was prepared to buy them, but Hallie so graciously offered. So I said, yes. No, if you don't have to buy it and you can borrow, that's definitely mm-hmm. my whole flow of it. Um, so yeah, three and a half point, three and a half. Oh my God, numbers are hard. Three and a half to a four. What would you give it? It's the spice rating. The spice. It was pretty spicy. I liked it. I did too. It's not as spicy as I've read though. So I'm going to stick with a four. I'm just rounding it out at a four. Okay. So question to you, how do you mm-hmm. rate spice? Do you rate how much spice there is in the book, AKA how many like scenes of spice or do you mm. rate how raunchy and spicy the scene is? You know what? This is my first rating. So I don't know how I rate. She felt good at a four. I just felt <laughs> a four. I'm just I going just felt, for a four. She felt for like, a four. When I read it, I was just, I felt it and I liked it. So could it's there four. have been more? Yeah. But could, was it good? Yes. Could she have given us some more scenes um, when she was like, they snuck off into a dark crypt? I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, what did they do in the dark crypt? You're right. Yeah, I agree with that's that. true. That's true. I did give it again. Um, I probably gave it spice like a three and a half. It just felt like. But you're a seasoned writer. I, I like am a that. seasoned writer, but Hallie kind of gets on to me sometimes. She'll say like, I rate for like what is happening in the spice, not how much of it. And Hallie mm-hmm. rates a lot of the times how much spice there is. That's interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. We have very different spice reviews. Hmm. So Good to know. With that being said, this is our spoiler warning. If you have not read Gothicana by Rue Nix. You about please, to feel like you did. You about to feel like you did, but please do not continue on in this MF and podcast because I will not be in charge of ruining it for you. No. Or Grace. Please don't come after us. I almost already did when I said I didn't like the ending. I almost just came out and said it. I know. You got to wait for the spoiler warning. We I know. Red- I, forgot, I, I remembered at the last second. So. You don't want to get red flagged. That's how we are. No. So with that being said, let's dive in. We meet two characters. In the beginning, in the prologue, Corvina and Vad. And we have Corvina's prologue. She's a young girl. She's getting brought up by her mother. Who's a little cuckoo cray cray. She could be something. We're not really sure. I had beef in the very beginning when all she could say was, but it wasn't witchy. But it wasn't witchy. It wasn't a witchy. Actually, let me tell you, 100% was witchy. The fact that every other line was, but not witchy, but it wasn't witchy, but we weren't witches, but not in a witchy way. I was like, just shut up. We get it. 
you're not a witch. You don't think you're a witch, but now I think you are. But um, unfortunately, you are a witch because you're carrying around tarot cards and you're talking to black crows and you're watching <laughs> and you're watching how the wind blows and you've got one with nature. I'm not explaining mm-hmm. a witch. I'm not trying to like really label you guys. I don't know, but you follow say- the crows. You howl at the moon. I mean, you were born under a full moon. If it's Your a duck, dad it's a duck. Himself. I okay. There's a lot of things. Your mom so, doesn't speak. Sure. I forgot to mention one thing in our spoiler warnings. If you haven't triggers. read this book, the triggers. I know. I'm usually Hallie is a trigger. She tells me all the triggers. So yes, if you have any trigger warnings, just know that this book is full of kind of some dark magic, a little bit of violence. There is death. There is murder. There is mention of suicide. There is mentions of mental health. So if you feel as though any of those things could be triggering, may not be the book for you, but as yeah. always go online, read them for yourself and let you know you're at your own risk, what you're comfortable with, you know, mm-hmm. so got, she's not a witch. She's not a witch. Then we lead into like Corvina has just gotten a scholarship. She's 22 years old. Now we're fucking going to college. And she's, she's like, how did this happen? How could I have ever? But you know what? School? It happened. So here we are. We're going to school. We did go to school in the prologue. We did forget to mention Vad. I'm sorry, guys. I've had like maybe two glasses of wine. Vad has this old lady, Zelda, who tells him about this girl with purple eyes and to follow her. That's literally the best snippet of that. Now we get to Varenmore. And then, of course, do you call it Varenmore or do you call it Varenmore? See, I was a very. Because I went back and forth with it. I was Varenmoring. I was a big Varimore. I also listen on Audible, so I get to know the correct oh. pronunciation of things. I know. We're going to go with you on all those then. I know. I cheat Because in my bit. head, yeah, not, but, not so <laughs> accurate. Grace is the University of Varimore. Varimore. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Corvina is our main character. This is a dual point of view. So we mentioned Vad earlier. He'll come in later. But kind Corvina, of a try point of view, though, because they, them. Oh, we do have a they, them unknown. Like one chapter. We do have an unknown. We're like, where mm-hmm. they? <laughs> I don't know why I said they, them, but. No, no, they do, right. go, they do go under unknown they, them. So you're yeah, fine. Yeah, they did. I'm right. They did. You're fine. You're right. I'm woke. Watch out. <laughs> so then. <laughs> so we're continuing on through the story. We have Corvina. She comes to her first day of Barrymore. She's got a scholarship. She's like, how the fuck did I even do this? I don't know. But she's just going with it. Yeah. She's like, I've been homeschooled for many years. So she has no human interaction, but she gets in that taxi cab and she goes on up. She goes up to the spooky dark hill. Barrymore is located in a very isolated town. We don't really know where, but it's a spooky castle university. Again, like Wednesday Adams. It is like the town people and the school people. They, they do are. not mix. And they're not happy about it. Like the, the town people do not like the school people. Mm-mm. So she goes for her first day. She arrives. She's like, I feel off. But like, why wouldn't you? You just arrived to this like really. Yeah, boring. you're in a new place and you've never been around people. <laughs> I'd be worried if she didn't feel off. That's a big identifier right there. You actually have never smoke, spoken or communicated to anyone other than the crows and your mom. So yeah. maybe. Like, you don't have to judge, actually, at all. <laughs> yeah. And she meets her roommate, 
who is like again Wednesday Adams' roommate, a who bubbly, disappears. colorful mess of a human. And she loves pink and everything. Mm -hmm. And of course, they're going to room together. Of course, yeah. though, Jade has a dark past. Jade is yeah, her so roommate. Yes, and we get it right away. She's like, girl, let me give you the 411. Let me tell you about all the boys. And let me also tell you about my roommate that jumped off the roof. What's the hot gossip? <laughs> she knows it all. She does know it all. And it's funny because she's like, hey, listen, my older roommate jumped off the roof. And it was really sad. And that's why I took some time off. But now I'm back. But now but I'm back. But the big thing here is Mr. Deverall, he's the one. They call him the silver eye devil in the school. Big old red flag for me. I was like, this guy's coming. He's mm -hmm. going to be the one. Mm -hmm. And she was like. And he's got this premature streak of hair that just works so good for him. You um, know? Yeah. He's just dark and gray. And like, mm -hmm. Grace, did you have a hard time imagining him in your head? I did. I don't know who I'm picturing, but it's a character from something. And if yeah. I ever come across a photo of it, I'll send it to you. Yeah, I just like couldn't. But it's just like this tall, gangly, like hauntingly <laughs> huge, like almost yeah, a no werewolf play. type person. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know you. I mean. can't quite like picture his face, but I can just picture his being. Yes, like his, his area in the universe. Yeah. No, like what he takes up in molecule form. No. I got it. And I really did. I was like, who is this man? And like, we usually will do like a, a casting or we'll come up with like mm -hmm. kind of this who we think. Yeah, I don't know like, who I would put as him. I, I couldn't place him. Hallie had one time this guy playing a piano from behind on our Instagram page. And I was like, perfect. That's the guy. That's so him. Like, I haven't seen his face. <laughs> when, I, when I read the scene of the piano playing, whatever reason, it doesn't look like him at all. My brain went to the great Gatsby <laughs> and the guy playing the piano like a spaz. I'm like, well, that's not it at all. But that's where no, I was at. But honestly, he is kind of like, just like this scary guy banging on some keys. Yeah. So honestly, that leads us into night one because they just go to the room and all of a sudden, Corey's like, I'm trying to go to sleep. Um, first off, all of a sudden she asked her, can I have a hug? And I just oh, thought I it was forgot. the weirdest thing. I forgot about Jada. I am just like, I, if, if you're a stranger, do not try to touch me. Do not try to hug me. Can I have a hug? My foster family told me to ask for them when I got sad. That's just weird. And in my head, in hindsight, I'm like, was she sprinkling some things on her? I don't know. Yes, guys. Just like we said, there is a spoiler warning here. With mm -hmm. Jade, I I mean, I really didn't. She didn't give me any. She gave like, me no sign that she was going to be bad. No, she gave me zero signs. And then all of a sudden she's asking for hugs. Or in mm -hmm. the first bit of the story, you're right. Maybe she was like sprinkling. And some. all of the things like flickering in the corners that like Corvine is like in tune with the supernatural. Okay. But she's not a witch, right? She's but not all a of witch. this stuff kept happening in her room and in the classroom when Jade was there. So it had to be connected, right? Actually, Grace, you were picking up on so many nuggets that like, just I just bypassed. But I only picked up on them after I read it. Like no, as I looked yeah. back on my notes, I was like, wait. 
But no. I, there would have been nothing except for those little things that you would never have picked up on. There's just no way. There's no, no. way. I don't care how in tune of a reader you are. No, I, I mean, I didn't. I have no idea. I don't think Callie did either when we talked about mm-hmm. it. But that then leads us like to, again, more being very in tune with her surroundings. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. she hears a haunting melody play. And she's like, oh God, oh God, I should follow it. So she does. She goes up to a haunt, the tower. And that's where she sees the guy we were talking about and his werewolfy esque big form mm-hmm. playing the piano, just like striking down on keys. She's just completely entranced. And he, you want to know what though? I loved the description of him. When he's playing. like arching over the keys. Painfully <laughs> playing the piano. Like I could just props to her for that and when she said he existed somewhere between the black and white when he played oh, dagger loved it loved i mean it. what an actual key to the piano duh black and quite white. literally quite and literally. he's gray silver silver-eyed devil she wants to be with him before she even knew it i was sold that's what we call a lover six sense she mm-hmm. was ready already she knew at this time, it doesn't matter what happens, the silver eyed mm-hmm. devil is hers. So then Destined. She, she's got a couple of days, right? She's like getting into her new school. She's like mm-hmm. looked at her whole entire like agenda. And it's her first English class. Who's teaching it? Mr. Deverell. <gasps> <Gasp. AKA, sighs> the silver eyed devil. But aren't you a student yourself? <laughs> How could you be a teacher, sir? <laughs> That's how I thought. I don't know why. I'm doing my thesis. <laughs> he was. So yeah, Mr. Deverall is a, a student doing a, his doctorate on a thesis of the correlation of history through music. And he is teaching this class, which is like English 101. Again, Cor is just admitted to these universities. So she's really just getting a whole bracket of mm-hmm. how college works. She notices that while he's teaching, he is staring at her. Right. And this is her first time staring at him. She knows that he's the guy that was playing the piano. I think at this point he had realized like, hey, I'm the guy playing the piano. Like, you know who I am. Mm -hmm. This is the first time she feels lust, which is so funny to me that like she's she just has not ventured out in the world that she's like, I'm attracted to this human. Mm -hmm. and. At the end of all this, like they kind of exchange a little banter. At the end, Jade and Erica. So they're. Wasn't you so nervous to say her name? Yeah, she was like, uh, uh, I don't know. Corvina. Like rehearsing it in her head before he even gets to her, like an anxious person who's been asked to read aloud the third par- paragraph of a, a section of the book. And honestly, that's that's me. Anytime I had to read it, but it's just aloud. her name, and she's like, "I know he wants my name. I know he knows me." And then this is also when he notices when she does take role that she has purple eyes, which goes back mm-hmm. to his prologue prophecy. From, bum, bum, bum. Oh, God. They've meant, they're meant to be from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So Jade and Erica, who are her two buds outside the class, have noticed like the tension. So like this kind of carries throughout the book. They notice there's tension between the two. They don't really know why. The rest of the school is like, eh, whatever about it. But Mm -hmm. Jade and Erica realize, like, there's something going on here. And Jade, at this point, again, I still had no nugget that she was thrown off. Other than she was like, oh, Alyssa, who was her She just said, like, stay away from him. Yep. Because he's evil. 
and she thinks that he killed her old roommate. Which, I mean, at this point, we have we don't know anything better. At this point, I'm like, okay, bet. I think it like when I was, we'll kind of skip ahead a little bit, but like, yeah, Corvina in her whole thought process of life, like she hasn't been raised by somebody who that they're deeming is clinically insane. Her mom is in an institute schizophrenic thinks she has bipolar I mean there's like a list of things that they talk about in the book that could Mm -hmm. be wrong with her mom so always Corvina hears these voices in her head and thinks it could be related to this her main voice in her head is Mo Mm -hmm. and she thinks like oh my god am I bipolar crazy schizo like my mother and father or do I just have these voices that are taking place of parental roles that I never had which like Honestly, like I could be either. It could be either at this point. We really don't get any like yes or no. I never really got any closure off of it. Yeah. No, you you really don't at the end of the book. And I loved Mo though. Like me too. (laughs) I thought he was just like this funny little sidebar in a couple conversations that he had. But this is the first time she goes to visit the woods on campus. The woods are kind of like this place where you shouldn't go. It's deemed scary and things have happened. There's been this mm-hmm. whole kind of like tale like of. You're going to die and disappear. Right. And it's all related to around this whole rumor of the group called the Slayers, who a long time ago would. Like when it was founded, the university, right. which is why the town and the university don't get along. Right. And they're like, okay, um, are you taking these people or not? Is mm-hmm. basically how they feel at the school. Are so you this- killing our townspeople? And we don't really know at this point. So yeah. she goes out there, she feels weird in the woods, but like also she likes feeling weird. So at the same mm-hmm. time, Corvina, like I don't think is a, sometimes not a very trustworthy point of view. I don't know mm-hmm. if you can actually trust what she's saying or how she's feeling. And I think that's a smart thing by Runex of making you second guess how you feel. So mm-hmm. she goes, she goes out there the first time she sees the dark lake. The dark lake is this like very still, like ominously still something. And like murky. Yes. Like you wouldn't. Like, ex- not clear, not cute, not pretty. No, it's nowhere you'd want to be. The trees are like dying around it. So obviously the lake plays some part that we would think at this time in the book. So she goes out there to just get like a fresh breath of air. Mm-hmm. Who does she see out there? None other. And Vad, the silver eyed devil. And this is the first time. Sexy man. That she hears two things. One is him calling her little crow. Little crow. And what a hottie. He, I know, right? Like, I love a nickname. Mm-hmm. He's like, and, oh, your parents liked Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, yeah, because she's like, oh, where did that come? Her name, I guess, relates to something in Edgar Allan Poe, and he, like, puts it together because he's just a literary genius. You know, professor. A professor. <laughs> so th- and the second thing she hears as she's leaving the lake from her interaction with him is a female voice saying, help me. Find me. Help me. He- Mm-hmm. So she's freaked out, but at the same time, she can't trust the voices in her head. She's heard voices. She has no idea of what's going on. And it's kind of like, could you think that there's something spooky going on in the woods? Yes. But do we think that maybe Corvina could have an edge of schizophrenia? 
did you did you ever feel like that in the book do you felt like did you ever feel like she wasn't completely I thought well because in the kind of entangled throughout the book she's questioning her own sanity too because she's like am I crazy is the castle crazy is the castle making me more crazy or is something actually going on right no I I mean and and then also what doesn't help that is that everyone says the castle makes you a little weird exactly so I'm like oh is she going nuts or is this information I should be gathering so this is something where my like my rating scale went just teens down, not badly, mm-hmm. but then I felt like you jump out of the scene and then you go straight into class with her again. And this is when this VAD, the silver eyed devil, asks her to stay back. And he just says, like, steer clear of me. He flirts with her. He also admits that he fantasizes about her and that he like knows that this is not allowed. Mm-hmm. And that she's and this is like her first interaction with a man. Right. So I just felt like, is this true? Like, I don't know. I just, that was a nugget for me that I just felt like their relation, their re- relationship was great. Like I, the sexual tension that they had, just their mm-hmm. overall build buildup was great. But there were sometimes I was like, wait, we just went from here to hating each other and not really knowing each other to now we're fantasizing about each other. Right. And we're just admitting this. Exactly. I was like, oh, you're a TA. <laughs> Could you imagine, mm-hmm. Grace, if we were in Alabama and your TA was like, I've never met you, but I just, I, I'm about it. I would die. <laughs> like, so, okay, am I getting an A? Cool. I do feel like as like Jade goes forward in the book, she starts to meet her own little friend group. So she meets mm-hmm. all of Jade's previous friends. Troy, who Jade used to hook up with. You meet Ethan. Um and then Erica, and then a few other members of the group are there. So this is, becomes like her core group there. Mm-hmm. And they finally tell her like what the story of Varenmore is. Right. And that is like, like the Slayers and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people go missing on the Black Ball, which is this big party. It's like once every five years and a full moon and it's an ink moon. And lo and behold, she was born under an ink moon. It was just a lot of coincidences. How did you head. feel about your ink, your not even ink moon, your moon reference? God, did I just you? love the moons. Grace is an avid moon I'm obsessed. Watcher. She loves the moon. She will text us. I take Snapchats of the moon and they don't look good, but I know that people just understand it looks better in person. So I just send them anyway. I'm like, just, this is where I'm at in my life. It's just like, hi, there's a full moon. Have you guys went and watched it? No. Like everyone's okay. like Snapchatting their babies and whatnot. I'm like, oh, hey, did you know it's full moon? Cool. Okay, bye. Yeah, go outside. Go do a moon dance. Yeah. <laughs> go make a sacrifice. <laughs> go make a sacrifice, which is basically what they explain to this. Go get and your so- palms red. <laughs> From core. So okay. as, as she's going and like, they're talking about all of this core starts to realize like things are not okay. And she's starting to realize some of the things that went on with those rumors are happening currently. Like Mm -hmm. people are a little off. They're not around. Um, She went out to the woods. She felt off. So like her vibe is just not okay. So we learned. And the group is also telling her like, stop going to the woods. That's weird. So people go missing all the time. And then they see her coming in and out with the professor and they're like, you need to watch yourself. Yeah. 
like they're like what are you doing with Mr. Deverell and she's like oh mm-hmm. I don't know he was just like taking a walk too <laughs> yeah and they're like uh you should watch yourself especially like, with him okay and basically these slayers would like Grace said would take people on the black ball have these orgy sacrificial things going on in the woods um and that no one really knows the exact details. So again, you're like, can I really trust the craziness happening on this university or is it just like a scary castle? Correct. So later that night, Corvina hears a voice again where it's saying, find me. So she keeps hearing this like reoccurring female voice. And it's and not Mo. Not Mo at all. We finally... I think, okay, so she goes out to the woods again, which again, everyone's like, what the fuck? And she's, she counts 15 unmarked graves. I think that's important just because for later we get in the story, but to actually lead us to the library scene. The library scene was weird. Okay. (laughs) So this is Grace's first time, I guess would say like talking about a smut scene. Like. It was odd. Give me your thoughts. Just, just, just tell me what you think. Is this the one where, the, like, she saw the boy? Yes. Okay. First off, still don't understand that. I think that was just a creepy thing of the castle. Right. I don't she know. Like, I thought it was like she, maybe like, like a hallucinates ghost. a little boy, and he's like, "There." <laughs> she's like, "What?" And she like then, removes a book. Yeah. Yeah. She, she like pulls his spine the- out, and he's like looking through the bookshelf. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sure. And then lo and behold, the devil's there. And I just have a big beef with this scene. It just the Go ahead. So they start hooking up and all this. They're like just like the tension is thick. And he's like smelling her. She's smelling him and all this stuff. And he's like, oh, just one taste. I, I, I can't do this. And he pulls her skirt up after he you know, pushes her up against the bookshelf and swipes her pussy and goes, <gasps> no, and I just, I stopped reading for a second and just laughed out loud. And I can't tell you the amount of times that I have looked at my fiance and gone, <gasps> no panties. So yes, Corvita just said She's like, yeah, sometimes I just don't like them. Just don't want to wear them. And he's like, you've corrupted me with that. I'm like, okay, take a uh, breath. I will say there, some of my like slight deductions on my rating are because I think that is like, he's very theatrical and it's something. Very. And but it's, it's also, some- if you see it from her viewpoint, like she's never, like this is her first experience with a man. And all of a sudden he's getting fingered and he's wiping literally after he swipes his fingers, like wiping it over her lips. She's like, yeah, sure. This is normal. This is fine. This is what I'm supposed to do. Like it was, it was very theatrical throughout the whole book, which I enjoyed to an extent, but then sometimes I'm like, "Mm, yeah, okay, whatever. No. And I think you're right because I don't know if it was just him or just like, the writing and I mean they the scenes were spicy like I won't give any of that away like she 
can write a sexy, spicy scene. But yes, for her being like immediately very much a virgin, not even just a virgin, but like never gone to first base. I don't think she's ever been. She's never even like spoken to people. Like, right. And that's never been explained to Vad. Like, he has no idea. She hasn't told him this yet. And but disclaimer, he did read her file. So he might know. Actually, a virgin was marked in my. Yeah, that's exactly what they asked me when I went to college. But actually, Alabama, virgin. Perfect. You, can- <laughs> you may enter. You may enter. Here's your whole entire college degree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just felt like in this scene that. It just felt like she. It was really lusty, and I liked it because the buildup was there, and it just like took me back to like, oh my god, like your first kiss, like I really like this guy. Like, is he gonna kiss me? Is he not? Oh my god, he's so hot, and he's like the guy that like. But then he just went straight for the swipe. I'm like, oof. Yeah, I don't know what I would have done my first time ever, not even being kissed, and all of a sudden you touch my badge. And then then, put it on my lip. I would have been like, oh. And said, ambrosia? (laughs) Sure. Okay. And then called me a witch, even though in the front of the book, I denied that I was a witch. I'm not a witch. (laughs) I'm not a witch. I'm not a goddamn witch. And now I have just come on my my lips. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Great. Yep. So after this, you know, she has this great encounter. She meets up with her little tag t- tag along friend group, and they're like, "We should go to the woods." Uh, okay, and Jade was really against it. Yeah, Jade was, Jade was really trying to push against it. Like, no, 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 we don't need to be going to the woods. We don't need to be doing any of that. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. blah. And her boyfriend because Troy, she was scared. She was. And Troy though says, "I've been investigating the school. I want to know what's going on." And I want to know if the Slayer stuff is real that everyone talks about. Dot, dot, dot. And as they enter the woods, they get down to the lake again. They see these, like, this cottage house ruin. That's, like, how I, like, I thought it literally, it was, like, maybe, like, the Blair Witch Project house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's 100% how I saw it. And when they arrive, Cor hears, again, in her, her head, please help me. Again, same voice. So... As she's like seeing, she hears the voice. She acts a little weird. Everyone's like, all right, we've seen this empty shack. Mm-hmm. But then, then Mo all, tells her, get out. Mo tells her to get out, but they also see a figure inside the shack. And they're like, who the actual fuck is this? And they're like, mm-hmm. all right, we need to roll. So they leave. Run. Get out of there. And Core kind of like goes back, talks to Jade about this, has her own little freaky nightmare mm-hmm. about her seeing this girl in the lake and this girl is like pulling her into the lake where she's going to drown. She's like trying to save the girl, but then she gets like pulled down by the ankles. Yeah. And she doesn't know if it's, yeah, she doesn't know if it's the girl pulling her down or someone else. Right. And all of a sudden her mom appears. How, how. Who's in a mental health Institute. We might add. But also Grace, like, how would you feel if like you just saw your mom in your dream with a creepy ass smile? No, <laughs> no, it would be like a no, no, no for me. Absolutely she's, not. She's pulling a tarot card deck, the mom and her mom and her dream, and she like pulls the lovers, the top three. Yep, the lovers, the tower, and, and the devil, the devil, which are like all the major arc- 
arcana arcana mm-hmm. i'm not mm-hmm. really, I, guys, whatever we know what you come, mean don't come at me i'm not a tarot card girl <laughs> those are all powerful omens <laughs> we're just americanos i'm just <laughs> just an americana i'm dead <laughs> okay anyway so then her mom is like the devil will keep you safe you're the safest in the eye of the storm stay with him and she's like oh my god is it the silver devil and she's like, oh, my God, who could it be? <laughs> the one in your heart. Once you taste the forbidden fruit, you belong to the devil. And, and then like, her roommate wakes her up because she's screaming. She's like, oh, it's a bad dream. It's an awful dream. So then what does Cora do? She told herself to get a grip. She's like, I'm going to get a grip. I'm going to run to the woods. Who do you think yeah. is there? The fucking- I couldn't sleep. There he is. He's fixing a fucking piano in the middle yeah. of the woods. And of course, she brought her cards. And she was like, oh, oh, wow. And he's like, could you read one for me? And he's just tinkering. Just tinkering with his piano. And Well, I don't think she, he didn't ask to read. I think she was just doing it, right? Well, one fault. No, no, he, she goes to pick up. I think he, he like acknowledged it and she was just like shuffling around. You're right. And then they fall, the cards fall. Mm -hmm. And the same cards that fall are the devil, the lovers and the tower, the same ones from her nightmare with her mom. Mm-hmm. So, da and there it is. And so, then he strides across, and he kisses her, even with though he's with with his tongue. She's mind you, we've been fingered, but we have not. We haven't even fingered. no. We've been swiped. We've been pussy swiped. Swipe or no swiping. <laughs> swipe or no swipe. And then on top, well, she of tells him he's handsome. And he's like, oh, I can't take it. And she's like, well, not in a conventional way. And then he's like, oh, do you think the other boys are hot? She's like, put them on blast. Honestly, he shows his first side of jealousy, which I think is so funny. Mm -hmm. Because everyone like lusts after him. Yeah. And he's like, don't get involved with me. The girls I get involved with dance with death. Like, okay. And it's like, did you actually kill Alyssa or no? Because we Mm -hmm. don't, we're not sure. We're not understanding. And then he starts going into things like, oh, don't give me those eyes. Don't look at me like that. Those purple I want eyes. Th- I want to do things to you. A prophecy right there. Mm-hmm. Then he starts like telling her all these dirty things he wants her to do. Which honestly, the man can dirty talk. I was like, oh. He sure can. I was like, oh, sir. Mm-hmm. And Corbin is like, oh, this is lust. This is lust. He goes, no. No, this is madness. <laughs> that's what I thought. And that's when she's like, if this is madness, drown me in it. And then they make out. And he said, yeah, she goes, if this is madness, drown me in it. And he says, Jesus, fuck. And then he m- makes out with her. I need, huh. every- I need everyone right now to just preface that Grace is not going to be able to talk about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. He tasted of smoke and coffee and something rich and forbidden and dark. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. I have been there. <laughs> she wanted those skillful, beautiful hands to touch them, hold them, play them, set her afire. Oof. I mean, she's good. Yeah. I can't deal with you reading this aloud. <laughs> I mean, it's good writing. I'm here for it. No, I was all in. Like, I mean, she can write a damn tension-filled fucking smut scene. A lot of tension. A lot of tension. That's and that's gonna be sometimes hard to create in a book. And she did it perfectly. 
Yeah. So they had this like, crazy makeout session and they're just feeling all these feelings and emotions. And she's like, wow, this is it. Go. Oh my God. And then they stop and she sees on his face and she's like, oh my God, he regrets it. Yeah. She feels like, oh shit. Like I'm just another booty call. He hates She's this. like, oh my God, he regrets it. She looks down. There's cards, the three same ones from her nightmare. And she just kind of grabs them and runs. And then she's like, oh, shit, it's the same ones for my nightmare. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, out. bye. Well, with all that, a couple weeks go by. It is Cor's mom's birthday coming up, right? Is it her birthday or her? Is it Cor's birthday or her birthday? Your guess is better than mine at this point. I think it's her mom's birthday and she's. No, like, no, no, no. It's Cora's because okay. she says happy birthday to me. Oh, never mind. Happy birthday to me. Uh-huh. I'm sending a, a letter to my mama. <sighs> and then, of course, like, goes down to the office. They're like, no, you can't send postage. You missed it. Because they only do it, like, once a month or whatever. Something and stupid. she thought it was last Sunday. And it, she thought it was this Sunday. It was actually last Sunday. And the only way she can go send it is if she, someone will take her to town. And mm-hmm. who could it be that will take her to town? And Lo and behold, it? who's going to town? Oh, the devil. The civil rights devil is on his motherfucking way. So uh-huh. they have they, they get in the car together and they ride to town. She asks him a few questions. He doesn't really divulge much. Mm-mm. Finally, he gets her to the post office. She gets out. She chats with Miss Remy, who is like just th- this woman that's lived in the town forever. She's the post woman. Her sister was her sister or aunt or something of that nature was taken by the slayers many, many years ago. So she has her own kind of thought process on everything that's going on with the rumors in town. So right. Corvina, Corvina learns a little bit more. She mails her letter and then she kind of chit chats with her and she's like, watch out for the full moon. Nothing happens on a good, like on a full moon night, you better get back because it started to storm. She's Nothing like, oh, good because happens. of the storm. She goes that and it's a full moon. Dun, dun, dun. And nothing good happens when the street lights come on. So get your ass inside. Run. So Vad comes to pick her up because in the car he tells her, she calls him Mr. Deverell and he's like, no, you don't have to call me Mr. Deverell and call me Vad. Call me Vad when we're alone, baby. So she call me Vaddy. <laughs> and then that's a good one. Vaddy. So then finally the car scene happens. I thought this was kind of hot. Except for hot, one line. There was one weird line. vibes a little bit. Well, there's weird vibes on one line. Yeah. They're going up the mountain back to the school and, you know, storming. It's scary. He's like, listen, we just need to make it to like this kind of one, like park off the side of the road area to be mm-hmm. safe. And then he gets so- really dramatic and he's like, oh, I need a cigarette. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then you get up there. He had a stressful drive. Mm-hmm. A- I've been there. So he takes his car. Okay. He gets his cigarette, lights it, and well, he well he didn't have it. a lighter. Cor- he like yeah. gave him a, a match Matches. strike, and he's like, "No, I'm not going to do it." Okay. So he doesn't well, smoke didn't a cigarette really anymore. Need it. And then he just like abruptly kisses her. Mm-hmm. And they're all a in moment of point. need. Yeah, he's like, "I can't have my cig. I'm going to have core." Mm-hmm. So he wanted that cig to like get away from her. Starts kissing her. Core comes out with, hey, I've like never done this before because she can this feel This is things. my first time. 
things are leading and her first time is in a car. <sighs> yeah. Core, I was like, girl, if I could come and slap you around a little bit, you don't want it to be here, but that's fine. If you need no. to do it here, you need to do it here. You say your weirdest part and then I'm going to say mine because it's <laughs> different. We haven't discussed my weirdest part. No, I, I think I know what your weirdest part is, but it's fine because I think it's mine too. No, it's going to be different. So as he's like, oh my God, it's okay. Like we're, I mean, he doesn't really console her that much at mm-hmm. all. There's no like, hey, like it's your first time, blah, blah. He's pretty much like, I'm going to like. I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to dick you down. Mm-hmm. Um, so as he is like getting, she, he pulls her over into her seat. He's, she's about to get on top of him. And he's like, I'm clean. I've had a vasectomy done. I'm assuming I'm you're assuming clean. you are too. That for me, I was like, what? You okay, so do you want to know what it was for me? Please tell me. It was the way that she kept talking about how he was using the end of her braid to play with her nipple. <laughs> and I just couldn't, I couldn't get away from it. What a flicky. Like, he I mean, brushed her one of her pebbled nipples with the tail end of her own braid, the feathery sensation sending a long shiver over her body. I mean, I've never tried it. Maybe it'd be nice. So I was like, okay. But then a paragraph later, he flicked her nipple with the tail end of her braid in response. One taste, a deeper taste. And then <laughs> she says, possess me. Grace, if you keep reading these. <laughs> Couldn't handle it. Stop flicking her nipple with the braid. Tell me yes. about it. My hair is not long enough to do that. So you be mine is like you could flick it, but you would take like artificial hair for me and like. <laughs> it's just why are we he? But they're like talking at that point, and he was just playing with her hair, flicking her nipple with her braid. They weren't even like doing anything yet. Let me put my clip-ins in. <laughs> it was just a lot for me, and then. It, they talked about him like being old enough like where is it he said old enough to make you come like a firecracker around my cock and at that point I just cackled because he meant it I'm gonna it's a rocket baby let's go but also like your first time okay I know. I I do wish with her first time he would have been like a little bit more sincere because I know he has that in him from later mm-hmm. scenes. But also when he like sl- like she gets on top of him and, s- and she's riding him for a bit <laughs> and then he steps out of the car and he's just hanging out in the rain and then he slaps and she's like oh the animalistic air <laughs> and then she he slaps her pussy he slaps it like. And then, uh, honestly, this is why Mo is my favorite. Mo's inside. <laughs> Mo is inside. Mo's inside. Mo's inside. Mo is inside her head. And he says something. And she's like, Mo? Right now? Like, how could this be happening right fucking now? And he Right now. Who the fuck is that, Mo? <laughs> fucking bad is like, who the fuck is Mo? End scene. But End let's scene. back up really quick. Because... I had also was just dying as he's coming in t- inside of her. Like she can only take a half at a time. Right. Yeah. And he goes, that's it. You feel your pussy softening for me. That's it. 
Look at it. Magic eyes, magic pussy. And I'm just like, okay. Grace. Magic magic eyes, magic pussy. Well, he's bringing it back to the prophecy. He sure is. He sure is. Magic, but I will say. But she's is, not a witch. She's not a witch, but she does have a magical pussy. Mm-hmm. Ambrosia. Fuck, Stephen. Why aren't you telling me magic eyes, magic right? pussy? I'd love to hear that. I would love to hear it too. So this and then he scene, just rips her panties off and keeps them. It throws him in the back with his mm-hmm. first time with his jacket. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna keep it. The sad thing is, we never hear about the panties again. I would have loved nope, for him. They're gone. I would have. I wish they like, resurfaced. Yeah, I did too. Like when she visited his room, like there were the panties yeah. on a corkboard, <laughs> like on I his murder on his murder board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've got. Two weeks pass by. She's just like, she's sore. She talks about how sore she is. Oh, he told her, you'll be sore. (laughs) You will be sore. And she is. She's like, fuck, I'm sore. Mm -hmm. And I did love what was coming up was the library scene where he like kind of pins her into the books and kind of makes Mm -hmm. out with her a little bit. And he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, what are you doing with Jax? Who is like her? Is it Jax? Or Ethan. Who's the um, guy he's jealous of? I can't remember. Ethan is the one that's like trying to get with her, I think. It's Ethan. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing with Ethan? And who the fuck is Mo and all this stuff? And he like corners in the library. And she really like perks up and starts to spit back. Which that's I when she like got her voice. Yeah. She was like, listen, dude, you don't get to just not talk to me. One. Yeah. One. She's like, you fuck me and ignored me for weeks. No. And honestly, thank you for taking the high ground, my girl. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. Many people could learn from this moment right here. Right. Honestly, she called me. Him out. Me. Called him out I could have. I could have learned from this moment many years ago. But then they're like making out, and this is what I loved: this little spice from her. They're making out, and he's like, "Ooh, your lipstick tastes so good. Wipe it off of me." And she goes, "Wipe it off yourself," and then she leaves. God, I loved that. She was, and she stopped. I was off. like, "Mic drop." Bye. She's not your bitch. Yeah, she's over it. She's like, fuck this. Fuck you. You took my virginity. I'm 22 years old. And then you ignored me. Fuck off. Don't come accusing me of shit. So time goes on. We get to a big point in the book. Troy, who is her friend and also roommate Jade, who is her roommates, like ex hookup, still hookup, kind of they just like float around. This is important. He gets on the roof, just like Jade's roommate. Alicia, what did you say? I said, I said, Alicia. Yeah. 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 Alicia, Alicia, Alicia jumped off the roof. And then Troy is now on the roof. Everybody's freaking out. Mr. Deverall's heading up the stairs, trying to stop him from doing it. And Troy, unfortunately, jumps off the roof. But in her voice, in her head, Corvina gets his voice that says, tell my brother. And she's like, she was drawn there by the flicker. She sees all these little flickers, right? Yeah. And so she's like running and she's like, oh my God, this is where it brought me. And then she has that little chat in her head with Troy on the roof. Tell my brother. End scene. He's dead. Kaput. And she's like, the fuck? Well, of course, Jade, like, can't. Dramatic. I mean, well, I mean, in a sense, though, like, could you imagine like your hookup in college just catapulted them like walked you know? off the roof and just like, like your roommate 
he really did. And now she's like, oh, fuck, I'm dealing with this again. So with the events, Cor's like obviously freaked out and like rightfully so. She just had some guy, Troy, jump off the roof. So then right. Brad is like, all right, we're just going to go to my room. He says like, you I need, need a sh- breather. You need a breather. She al- He also needs to like show her something. And that's the letter that is mm-hmm. left on the top. That was the dance macabre too. Right? That's it, right? Correct. Yes. And so, he's like, someone is attacking me with this. Yeah. So it's like personal now. Right. It's all about him. Honestly, like as I'm putting these nuggets together, mm-hmm. Grace, and I'm like, okay, the only people, like if you really think about it and they're trying to figure out who it is, the people that they talked about Dracula with would have mm-hmm. been in that class. So obviously, Correct. like the nuggets are there. They're just not like, you have but to really think was about the it. note from Troy or was it from someone else? Exactly. But Troy was still in the class, wasn't he? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know if he was a part of it. So basically, he takes her back to his room. He is. He's like, you need to chill the fuck out. She's having a panic attack. She's just like hyperventilating. And he honestly tells her, calm the fuck down. And honestly, that's like the worst thing to say to a woman. <laughs> and I'm like, triggered. <laughs> I bet. I would have like not calmed down. There would have been no calm. You think I'm hyperventilating now? Watch me pass out. Yeah. Take care of me unconscious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so finally, like he gets her to calm down. She like, I, I don't know. He's like, you need to rest. Oh yeah. He's like, you need to rest. I'm going to go work out. Yeah. Yeah. I think, okay. <laughs> what? There's just been a suicide, but for sure. Go but get I'm your games go- on. Yeah. <laughs> so grab a protein shake for me on the way back babe yeah I need some food after so she lays down she falls asleep and she's like kind of like admiring his dark scary room and everything and then Mm -hmm. she like wakes up early in the morning and feels him like all around like tightened all around her they're cuddling and everything and she's like where the fuck am I then realizes she's there and then is also like I gotta get the fuck out of here like Mm -hmm. I should not be here well they also talked about the institution and Oh, yes. All of that. Yeah. Well, he tells her, no, 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 that's coming up in the dungeon scene. They kind of, they talk about her mom being there, not her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk about her mom being in the institution, Mm -hmm. which is honestly like really sad when he, she goes into it because she like raised her for a very long time. And then she had to make the decision of sending her mom there, Mm -hmm. which I don't know. I just would like be a really hard thing to do. Yeah. So they talk about that for a little bit. She wakes up, she sneaks out. She's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I'm not even supposed to be here. I don't even know what to do. Like this sucks. So she's like, I'm going to go take a shower. She does. Then the spooky stuff starts to happen. Dun, dun, dun. And while she's showering, the lights turn out and the glass and the mirrors all shatter. And she is like, what? (laughs) Grace, I love that you make sound effects like I do. (laughs) We switched roles. You've upgraded. I'm now professional and Grace is my soundboard. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so she's like kind of freaked out. Everyone in their hall. I imagine it's like when, like tut, you know, like the girl's bathroom. It's like all, yeah. Like I. It's communal. You go in and out. So everyone hears the You hope everyone flushes. Yeah, yeah, like brushes her teeth and isn't a normal human, but who knows? Yeah. So she 
Erica and Jade come in and they're like, what the fuck is going on? Obviously, Corvina's like, I am freaked the fuck out. Like, she can't tell. She doesn't that- know if she's gone crazy or if this is like actually happening. Yeah. Like, did that actually happen? And the good thing is, is like Erica and Jade are like, no, no, but like it did. <laughs> so, yeah. But like, so- you're not crazy. Like, what's going on? Yeah. So she is like, all right, I've got to take like an actual mental health day. And mm-hmm. in, I guess, that background to all this, she's going to go down to the dungeon, but the dungeon is like a new rec room for the kids. But that's also where the Slayers like did all of their crazy Yeah, they reopened it. Yeah. In honor of like the Black Balls, like anniversary or something, which I don't know like why you would want to open that, but sure Yeah, thing. I don't either. But sure, we'll go with it. And she takes her little Dracula copy and she's reading and hanging out. And she falls asleep mm. and she wakes up to none other than the silver-eyed devil playing the piano. No way. Which he had brought down from the tower to put mm-hmm. in there. And I think like it's funny how this little dungeon area becomes theirs. He closes the door and he's like pretty pissed off that she left this morning like how could you how could you leave me the best sleep i've had in years and that's and then i woke up uncomfortable well sorry Vax, mm-hmm. all about you also you replaced had, myself with a pillow <laughs> I, know. I just had a creepy fucking shower incident i don't need mm-hmm. to hear about you and your great sleep Ugh. so well then he asked her she was like you play so beautifully even your demons must sing and then he says well, what do your demons do, little crow? And she said, scream. The drama. Could you imagine having this conversation and like today? <laughs> like, I would have to be wasted to be saying some of this. Like I think about me sitting on the couch and I was with Steven, like my demons scream. She would be like, <laughs> you need to be mentally checked in. <laughs> Taylor, we're aware. <laughs> He's like, so what's new? <laughs> Mine giggle. Yeah. Sure. You're like, well, nothing I haven't seen before. Nothing's new. What's for dinner? (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) Oh, my God. So then they start. He, like, has her come and sit at the piano, and he gets in between her knees. And Well, they start talking about the institution. He's, like, prying this very personal subject. And she's just, like, not having it at first and doesn't want to look at him. And so then, naturally, he just starts going down on her to make her calm. Yeah, he, like, takes her panties off and is, like, mm-hmm. rubbing between her thighs. He's like, okay, well, keep telling me about the Institute while I eat you out. Yeah, while you have an orgasm or five. Yeah, so. Because <laughs> apparently they come so easily for her. <laughs> yeah, she's a virgin. She's got it all figured out. So he's eating her out and he's telling her about the, he's asking her about the Institution, which we don't, he's read her file. So what sucks mm-hmm. is, is, like, everything that she's telling him, he already knows. He's just, like, fact-checking at this point. Which I kind of don't like correct in a weird like it's just it's odd like that should be something that like she should come out and tell you if she wants to Mm -hmm. and he's like I know that you were at the institution she was like no but my mom and he's like no no I know why like you were there why were you there three years ago where were you exactly and she's like I was at the institution and she had gotten checked she was nervous because she was also hearing these voices and she heard like mo and a couple others, and she had asked mm-hmm. the doctor there to check her for like, am I also nuts? Yeah, like, do I have schizophrenia? Do I am I bipolar? Am I any of these things? Like my mom, mm-hmm. 
and she's not the results come back negative and she's like okay then why do I hear these voices all the time like what is mm-hmm. going on you're like oh and, you're just coping babe yeah this is just you like you said it earlier like she's just mm-hmm. making up basically kind of like parental figures in her head right because she was raised alone that way so non-verbal mother like come on yeah right and she's talking to crows <laughs> but like, she's the, normal that's fine crows were her friends which I like I kind of love, like, she just, you know, she lived in, like, a scary, dark place. Yeah, she's she like, feeds was... the crows, whatever. And they Not witchy, this. though. No, it's, don't worry, she's not a witch. So, he's, she tells him all of this, and he admits mm-hmm. to her, She gets like, off multiple times, and it's multiple great. Multiple times, yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> this all happens. In this moment, he's like, hey, like, I already knew all this. I just wanted to tell you that, like, I knew all of this and still preceded you, like, pursued you not preceded mm-hmm. you, pursued you, like, and she realizes, like, oh, she's I, like, oh my God, he loves me, he accepts me, before he says he loves her, he doesn't say that yet, but, but she's realizing, she feels like, like an overwhelming sense of acceptance, exactly, who she is, and who she might be, and that's honestly beautiful, find your yeah, true love, I loved it, so, the next, so this is that day, next day comes around, and Troy's brother who Troy said to tell my brother is mm-hmm. there to retrieve Troy's body. So Ajax is in the office and so is Core. And she's like, oh, you're Troy's brother, blah, blah, blah. I have something to tell you. And then the office lady kind of is like, no, like, don't shut talk. it down. Yeah, don't, we don't, we're not doing this. We're not, he died, you know, it was very sad. Like, we're not opening this up, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Core leaves Troy. Ajax a note saying she needs to tell him something meet me in the woods so right. meets her in the woods she takes him down to like that where the creepy cottage and like the dark lake kind of meet mm-hmm. and, and just kind of spills all those secrets to him like yeah she just tells him everything I just feel like like there's things in the lake there's a shed everything's going on like you need to figure this out I feel like this is where it's at and call me crazy I'm not a witch here it is <laughs> You can call me crazy, but you can't call me a witch. And want me to read your cards? <laughs> Let me see those palms. <laughs> I, there's a palm reader next to my fiance's work, and I drove by it the other day, and I was like, I wonder if people actually like go in there and do that. Oh, and it's like in the really hood nice of Montgomery, so oh, but it's in no, the hood, not, not this one. Oh. I, you know what? Please. Go. I asked him. I asked him. I said, "So if I went, do you think I'd come out alive?" He was like, he looked at me. He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" No, you wouldn't. They would talk you into some voodoo shit. Would not be good. I'd be like, "Oh, you were my patient at Baptist South. Hey, what's up? Oh, That's man. broken hip, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where was your gunshot wound?" <laughs> so then- uh, anyway, where were we? She so, tells her all this. Yeah, she's like spilling she her guts. Him. All the stuff's going on. All these odd things are going on. And she's just trying to connect the dots, even though she hasn't been there for all of the odd stuff. No. But and he's like, he he's kind like, of. Okay. Yeah. And, and he's an FBI investigator. So mm-hmm. like, here we are, you know, she's just like, I've done half of the work for you. It's your turn mm-hmm. now. And he brings up the purple eyes prophecy and we come to find out that him and Vad were in the same orphanage as kids mm-hmm. and old Zelda with her purple eyes was like, Oh, I see like why Vad is interested in you, blah, blah, blah. 
Right. She's like, do you trust him? Like, do you, he's not everything that you think he is like, X, and it y, really and made me and... start to question him. I'm like, man, I've like really fallen for this character and I'm pretty good at reading into people. And I, f- I didn't want to be untrustworthy as a reader at this point. So I really stuck to my guns and I stuck with Corvina and was like, yes, he's trustworthy. We like him. He's here for it, you know? Well, and that's something like Runix does really, really well in this yeah. book is that, again, you can't trust Cor because she's like thinking she's crazy the whole time. You can't trust Bat mm-hmm. because he doesn't really reveal much about himself. So you're yeah, like, okay, in the fuck. back of my mind, I'm like, oh my God, the ending is going to be that he was actually bad and she went crazy and it's all corrupted. And, and it was actually a dream. <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah. She it was the death guard. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. What a twist that would have been. God, let us write the story. Damn it, Rue. <laughs> so, of course, in all of this, Vad walks up and Vad oh, is buddy. like, oh, hey, Ajax. <laughs> <laughs> Ajax, so nice to see you again. <laughs> exactly. And they <laughs> both. <laughs> Patrick. Me on you, on you, on you. <laughs> Oh my God. So, Bad walks up. He's obviously ticked that Ajax is here and also talking to his gal. And he's like, oh. And then they just kind of rehash everything about old Zelda, the purple eyes, all the shit. And then, like, they both went to Varen Moore for their undergrad together. They had like a past and then the with an ex girlfriend. Yeah. And Ajax is literally like, well, buddy, you own this whole place and the mountain. And boing, and of course, like, you're like rich. What? <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry, you're a teacher here. You never told me you own this. You never told me you were on the board. You never said any of this stuff. Like, maybe I don't trust you. I don't know. And at that you point, tell me I not really... to run, but I'm going to run if you're not going to trust me. She got bossy with him. I loved it. She did. And it's like, the because she's try okay, she just poured her feelings out to you in a very vulnerable state, might I, I add. Say, and position <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> and yet you couldn't just say, hey, I like you thank you for telling me about the institution. Also, mm-hmm. I own this facility. Also, like <laughs> that's why you're coming here. <laughs> yeah, I'm the reason you actually got in. <laughs> Pun intended. Because <laughs> I'm so good at that. <laughs> so course pissed she like tried to run from him and wanted to be chased and then he caught her and threw up against the tree and just fucked the shit out of her oh yeah he was like you're gonna run for me but you never can like i'm Mm -hmm. always yours Mm -hmm. i'm your madness and like freaks out on her like how could you ever Mm -hmm. also and he was like who else are you gonna be with blah 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 yeah i kind of hate i of course liked the sexy scene but i don't like how he talks to her a little bit like yeah it's kind of like this he is, um, God, I can't think of the word of what he is, but he's very controlling. Like he's a controlling mm-hmm. dude, but he's also it's like his way or the highway, really. Exactly. And I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, he it, he comes around though. He does. But yes, well, you're as right. he's fucking her too, though, he's like, "You want to know who I am? I slam am slam your slam madness." <laughs> I mean, I would be like, okay. Yeah. I'm You're my madness. <laughs> you sure are my madness because be like, if you okay, big boy. have sex with me that good that I have 10 orgasms, okay. Sure, you win. 
Okay. So, but still, even in this, she's after you're right. She, after this, she is pissed though because she's pissed that like he caught her. She couldn't run away. She had, she's mm-hmm. but in that herself. sex moment, they've admitted like I'm yours, you're mine, we're it, and Tag I love team. you basically. Like I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then he tells her, "You will walk to the tower with my cum inside you." Oh my god! I well, how did I forget this whole? I don't scene? know. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty aggressive. I forgot about yeah. that. It was very like dom sub. It's very dom sub, and she does. Mm-hmm. She walks to the tower with come inside. Her. Yeah, and he and said, she's... "And tomorrow, when you start doubting this again, feel your sore pussy and remember who owns it." Okay, mm. batty. <laughs> Definite bat. It's batty vibes. That was batty vibes. Like he he laid it down right there. Mm-hmm. She leaves. But, so up. then they just have like that whole understanding of each other at that yeah, point. Yeah, they love each other. Like it's it's pretty much like it doesn't matter what crazy shit they say to each other, it's over. Like they're gonna be mm-hmm. it. And she gets back to her room, she's like missing him, kind of upset about the situation. Yet again, she's like, I've let this guy do this to me. I do love him, but should I love him? I'm scared. He's kind of lied to me. She's kind of like going through this inner monologue of like what the fuck's going on. Right. So she's like, fuck it. I'm just gonna go see him. And she goes to the teacher living She waits area. for dark and sneaks through. Yep. And no one sees her. <sighs> Thank God. And she <laughs> knocks on his door. And he's like, what the and fuck like, are you doing here? Are you kidding me? And then <laughs> get inside because I want to fuck you. Yep. <laughs> he's got black sweatpants on. And then we on. get a lot of his backstory. Which. Right? Yeah, we do. I mean, you learn about him. Okay. So he goes. his parents have died he's sent to this orphanage and yeah his parents are dead well no that's what he that's what he thought that's what i'm saying that's what she yeah Yeah. so thinks parents are dead all this stuff gets sent to an orphanage old man gets him yeah all of a sudden old man who has like a mansion and everything comes and gets him says he's his grandfather so that's Mm -hmm. all he thinks and teaches him honestly like how to be the person he is today like yeah all of this is yours you know Varen Moore all of these properties how to be a businessman <laughs> the mountain the town like everything how to play making, piano how to play pff, pretty proficiently how to, how to stroke <laughs> those keys how to exist in the gray <laughs> be in the tap in the black and whites <laughs> so he's like this is basically me. This is everything that's happened. Like, sorry, I didn't tell you, blah, 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 blah. But but then breaks into the Slayers talk. He talks about, yes, them, the whole rumors of everything. Does he reveal mm-hmm. that his grandpa was a part of the Slayers? Yeah. So he's like, listen, I know everything they're talking about. It's really not a rumor. My grandpa was a part of the Slayers. Mm-hmm. And it was just like an organization mm-hmm. Just fucked with people, killed them. Stole from the town, like we said before. And got caught about it. And then the grandpa was the major prick and turned on all of the other slayers and killed them all with the the quote-unquote good people. The goods. And he got to stay around. Like, he didn't get caught for anything he did Mm -hmm. with, like, the torturing and all of this stuff. So the Mm -hmm. slayers... And they, he says, he talks about the cottage and everything. And then like, there being like a, a witch, a part of the group who would, you know, she was the, which main was one. his grandpa's girlfriend. Yes. And they're like, 
I mean, this whole rumor to me, I feel like it was just constantly we hear like fake things and we hear real things. So yeah, it was just all kind of muddy. And basically he's got a very big connection to everything that's going on. And right. it is at this point, like you can pretty much say like him getting it's the like letters, Ajax all this, it is opened personal. that can of worms. And so yep. he just finished it to show her like, okay, I know the real you, here's the real me. We can be together. We can love each other. Like we can accept it. And that's fine. You're going to have my madness and I'll have your madness. And we're just going to figure mm-hmm. it out. You so then they fuck. <laughs> and they fuck the first time. Yeah. Cause he says, we're going to fuck. Not mm-hmm. sex. We're going to fuck. And they, it's the first time goes, in the bed. We've never done it in a bed. Yeah. It's the first time missionary on the bed. I mean, good for you, girl. Like, yeah that's what you're, you're the getting most into the normal shit yeah this is like your everyday be prepared for this you've already had sex outdoors twice <laughs> Let's and in a fucking in. car <laughs> like, Let's time, reel for, it in. time for you to see what it's really like over here on the vanilla side mm-hmm. and he's gonna put the pillow under your back for one time that's it like yeah. he does it for you this time he's never gonna do it again he's gonna lift your hips and hit the spot he is so he puts the pillow under her he's like talking to her and saying like all of his he's like i see you and you see me and you see my gray streak this of hair. is it <laughs> yep and i love you so much he he says mm-hmm. love you right he tells her he loves her is it this point i don't i think it's later no, oh, no I it's think later he when he's it it, reading yeah. cards yeah yeah, yeah. so but it's a very overwhelmingly sense again of understanding acceptance and love and it was a good scene. I liked it. It was a really good scene. And then he takes her to the shower to like wash her off. Cause the last time in the car, he just like wiped her off with a tissue, which like, thank you for yeah. cleaning up. But it felt very like, here, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna clean this up now. Literally you. slaps quote, her on the ass. Let and me sends clean her. you up. Yeah, slaps her on the ass. Let me the slap you on your seat. pussy, clean you up. <laughs> We're <laughs> done here. Your panties are in the back. <laughs> done. So it takes shower. I actually really liked that whole part of the scene because, again, acceptance, love, everything, but it, like, shows them yeah, as a couple. Yeah, it's just, like, it's calmed her. Yep. So she starts hearing voices in all of this, and the voices are basically, like, leading her to the lake, like, telling her she mm-hmm. needs to go to the lake, and these are all voices that she's never heard before. It's not Mo. It's not the feminine voice. It's different yeah, she's voices. She's like, uh, what is happening? So he's she's like, we need to go to the lake. And he's like, right now? And she's like, yeah, we need to go to the lake right now. So they go to the lake and she's like, I have a feeling all of the bodies are in this She's lake. like, I'm just drawn under the bridge. They need to look under the bridge. Like, She's like, I'm call me things. crazy, but don't call me a witch. But they're under the bridge. <laughs> I don't know how I would know this if I but wasn't don't a call witch, me crazy because the institution said I wasn't. not a witch. <laughs> Mo said so. Mo said so. <laughs> So sorry, I really actually do love this book. I feel no, like I do too. It's just really on it. no, it's really, really good. It's just very funny to like, I don't know. They're just very it's funny. funny to talk about it. Because yeah. in the moment though, I was so in. Like, no, I was too dry. I was like, under the fucking bridge. She knows. I was like, are they gonna go scuba dive right now? Like now <laughs> get pulled under. We don't no, know. I did. It was very it, it is very and the end of this book is actually very suspenseful. Like everything that's mm-hmm. coming up it is kind of just a wild ride. So I that, loved it. That is like, I'm going to get the board to dredge the lake. So the next day they dredge the lake and they find like a bunch of bones, some animal, some human and skulls. 
So they mm-hmm. know like, okay, this is where the slayers hit their body. So now we're like, okay, it makes sense. The lake is kind of fucking creepy. Right. And in all this, like Ajax is like a part of the FBI investigative team with the whole dredging of the lake. And she sees him at the school and she says, I need to show you like the house, like the actual house in the woods. I know I brought you near it, but now I need to show you it. They, she takes Ajax there. And while they're in the house, they find a female body that's like very decomposed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the fuck? And right. she hears the voice outside before they go into the house. And then they realize like, okay, this is like the voice that she's been hearing has been telling her to find this body. She finds the body. And she's Ajax, like, wow, like connection. It's the voice. It's the body. Something's up here, which would make you think all the voices she was hearing in her head were probably the 15 dead people in the lake. But who am I? I don't know. So then (laughs) he's like, all right, I'm going to have a team come down here and get the body. We're going to run tests. We're going to figure out who this is and like identify it, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So we find a dead body. No one else knows about this dead body because guess what? Now it's time for the black ball. Yeah. And And she's also just reading tarot cards in what would you call it the quad yeah at that to point everybody is it's like with all to all the, the people right yeah 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 she just like sat down and started shuffling like that was kind of out of nowhere yeah well and she gets back and you're right she's like sitting in the quad and then everyone's like can you read my card can you read my card and she's like yeah i would love to but i'm not a witch mm-hmm. <laughs> so she starts giving everyone their cards and then Jade's like, we got to go get ready for the black ball, blah, 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 blah. Well, and that's where he told her he loved her in secret, right? Oh, because yeah, you're right. God, I'm like forgetting the end of the book, Grace. Thank God you're here. He tells I think her. that's before the black ball. It is before the black ball. They are. And because when he leaves. Like everyone's approaching and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Teachers are asking yep. him to read cards yep. for them and all this shit. And he's like, oh, read cards for me. Um. And then she gets the lover. I want to know about a woman and I'd like to know if she feels the same way because a woman, I'm in love with her. Exactly. And, and then, then she pulls the card and it's like the Ten of Cups is the love card. And she's like, oh, she feels the same way. And, and they then, stare at each other romantically. Yeah. And she's like, I love it's you like, too. like, oh, nobody twice. knows. <laughs> <laughs> no mm-hmm. one knows. And then they hook up in the room where the piano used to be with the moonlight. Yeah. But we don't get to hear, they don't talk about it. They just say they hook up, don't they? Or do they actually no, like they go into it because she's right, like staring go ahead, at the girl. moon. You, you this was your part. You go ahead and talk about moon fuck. <laughs> oh god, I loved the moon fuck. She's staring at the moon. She is just like pressed up against the wall, and he's just coming at her from behind. And yeah, this is her first time mm-hmm. getting drilled from behind. You're right. Getting drilled from behind up against a wall pressed against the glass and he's like don't you love that maybe anyone could see you pressed against the glass you dirty little girl does it thrill you are you thrilled are you thrilled are Are you you entertained (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah it was great that was actually really good and honestly this is where she starts to realize like maybe i would like to be watched having sex Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. little not her watching, but a little reverse voyeurism. I know there's a word for that. Hallie and that's when she was like, oh, the moon, the black ball. Oh, yeah. It's the ink moon. It's coming up. Ah. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves for a couple of days. 
Hooker Day. Or right. So. He's got to go somewhere. And then it's, okay, let's get ready for the black ball, which I think it's fucking awesome that this school measures and gets outfits for every single person. I created think, for you. Like, I think that's, can perfect. you do that for me? That's Harry that's Potter. Amazing. That's amazing. I got, I got very big, like Hermione dress vibes. Yes. yes. And she is like, well, he, he, well, he does, everyone gets fitted and he, mm-hmm. she was, has to take like pretend measurement. Yeah. Because he bought her, her dress, her shoes and, and shoes. her mask and jewelry. And I felt and mask, yeah. the dress was very Wednesday Adams, like how yes. he talks about it and the uh-huh. lace and Jade is like, oh my God, you look beautiful. And Jade's the color like reminded me of your eyes right after you come. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. What? What color is that? <laughs> what? Did my eyes change color? <laughs> your eye, your eyes have a look that give you a color. <laughs> I would like to know what that is. <laughs> Dead. So she hasn't seen him in a while or like two days or some shit. I don't know. And mm-hmm. she arrives with everybody and like torches are lit on the walls. They're walking into like the big grand hall area. All of the friends are like, oh my God, we're wearing masks. Why are we wearing masks? But this is great. Well, and they're all kind of freaking out. Like, we have yeah. to stick together. Yeah. They're because like, someone goes missing. No one, so they're like, yeah. no one leave. Everyone keep an eye on everyone. But Core is like, where the fuck is my man? So she gets up to the steps and she sees him at the top. Of course, she he's goes playing up. the piano. Yeah, he's playing the piano. Like, how? who else would be? <laughs> Duh. What if, what if it wasn't him? God. She was like was hey. the weirdo from Great Gatsby. Hey, <laughs> hey pretty boy. It's not him. <laughs> He's like, Who are you? <laughs> Excuse me? She's a witch. <laughs> She's a witch. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> talk no, to I'm, pros. I'm not. <laughs> so you just see flickers. She anyway. sees him. Yeah. She loves and him. Like, they oh, embrace. And then he kind of beast takes her to like the middle the edge of the dance floor where she can see mm-hmm. everybody and everyone could see her face and see her if they looked but they couldn't see him and he's like "Ooh, remember your dream Ooh. let's do it and he's just fondling her from behind and like, he's giving her if a you finger move, action they'll see me you better not move and you better not make a sound and it was just reliving her just like oh anticipation of like being caught but just building on it I mean there's something about the tension that they do have that is kind of crazy in this scene because like you're at a college dance one I'm sorry (laughs) he's so much bigger than she is also like how is how is he actually out of line of view I couldn't picture it to be honest I I couldn't see it behind a curtain you know like you're like the drapes of the the decoration why would she be like straddle standing yeah she's like like (laughs) moaning and groaning like are you having diarrhea what's happening sidebar jade walks up and is like what the fuck is going on this isn't true but like could you imagine if she was like disclaimer that didn't happen disclaimer i just made up a scene in the book but i'm just thinking to myself like what if she came like she's just having a a casual conversation with everybody and Mm -hmm. she's just there's the guy behind the curtain well, and also, like, everyone else is, like, going at each other. Like, she said yeah, it was just, like, a big orgy almost. She saw there's, like, a lot of people were naked. 
Like, yeah, it was like everyone had their masks on and just inhibitions were out the window. Hormones release your inhibitions, feel the the rain of your skin. skin. No one else can feel it. That's what was happening. And she was like, people were just making out on the dance floor. Some people were naked, like, people were getting felt up, and then she was getting fondled. It was just insane. And in the and then he lives. told her that he he and Ajax hooked up with Ajax's ex girlfriend at the last black ball, and then she went missing. Yeah, and Zoe was supposed to help him, like you know, defeat everything, like find the rumors that were like I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, didn't they have something going on where like someone was going to go missing, and her, him and Zoe were going to figure it out and like stop them? Right. And Ajax was like really jealous of that. Mm-hmm. So then he told her all this as he's fondling her and she's like holding her drink, trying to act normal. And she apparently came so hard that she crushed her glass in her hand and it pierced her palm. Yep. And, and she's bleeding. Bleeding if everywhere. anyone can do that for me. Yeah. Give me like that. How did that happen? situation where I'll just you got, clap. You got superhuman powers glass. to crush a glass in your palm because you had an orgasm. Like, Hmm, okay good for and you girl you are living your best life <laughs> i really was like and then he gets mad though he's like that kind of slit your wrist and she's like okay well she's maybe like, don't uh, like fondle okay, well, me in a dance <laughs> it felt good so i don't care <laughs> anyway then she, he's like just everything she's bleeding. With the ball. he takes her out to the woods and after they said no one separates no one separates. So this is a key indication, people. She's breaking the rules. People are going to mm-hmm. freak out. Takes her to the woods. They are obviously like just like giddy in love, and like they're having like he like makes out with her on the piano that's out there, mm-hmm. and he gives her a ring, which is but it's not a proposal. No, not a proposal. It is a promise ring with a Dracula mm-hmm. inscription, and it says. I will not let you go into the unknown alone. Really and then like they just that. make out, make out, make out. I love it. Make Here out, make out, it. make out. Then he's like, I got to get your wrist cleaned up. Takes her back to his room. They get her wrist cleaned up and then everybody's freaking out. That's what happened. That's it. Right, Grace? They don't, do they have sex again before they leave? I, I think he just takes her. Yeah. No, I he just, so. yeah. He just like takes they her. They kind of talk about old Zelda again. And the then prophecy. everyone yeah. like comes out of nowhere and they're like, where have you been? We're missing all these people. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? They were like, we thought you were missing and taken and blah, 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 blah. And it's not. Erica's and, like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden, Kaylin Cross comes over the speaker and is like, Jade Prescott has gone missing. Two. Two disappearances. Two disappearances. and Jade yeah. and Roy. And Roy. So over three hours, who put a timestamp on that is my question. Yeah. Who was watching the clock? That's what I want to know. <laughs> so then Ajax is there. Deverall's there. Deverall's like, listen, we got to figure out what's going on. We got to find them. She obviously freaks out because it's Jade. It's her roommate. Mm-hmm. She, and then people are like, there's smoke in the woods and they all run and. And then the the piano's on fire. And some people are saying, well, we're going to go. You stay. And it's just crazy. It is crazy. They get to the woods. They find out that the piano has been burned. And then this is where Vad is like, this is personal. (laughs) This is personal. And he's like very upset. And she like takes his hand. And it's like, 
it's like, I don't mean to make fun of it, but I was kind of like, this poor man, he's been tinkering on this damn piano for months. <laughs> okay. When Taylor sent me this outline and said, he's tinkering on the piano, <laughs> I copy pasted in my own notes. And all I put was laughing faces because I just couldn't handle it. But that's what she says in the book. He that sure was. Tinkering. He was tinkering. He was putting it back together. He was tinkering around. Then he made her come on it. So, and then, I mean, and so it was just like a tankered. It was just his symbol, honestly, of just like life. Like he was like, this yeah. is all I have to live for. And he was and like, then, okay, this is personal. And then they split ways though. Yeah. And he was like, like I'm going to no go way. the tunnels. I hold your hands. You come with me. I come with you. And then Ajax was like, no, we need to all three go different directions. Let's figure this shit out and go. And so he goes to the, Vad goes to the tunnels. And Which like lead into the town. Exactly. And he's the only one that knows them because they've been like secret since the Slayers. Which, you know, he's just crawling around in tunnels like a, yep. a like a, like a sewer rat. <laughs> just a little sure like a sewer rat. <laughs> so then. I just think of him as a little possum running around. Yes. Oh my God, great. Then. And, and they just like kiss and like, okay, goodbye. This is the end, and she's gonna go to the lake, and Ajax is gonna go to the cottage. So right. while she goes to the lake, she's like going up over the bridge, and she sees that there's like a body floating in the water, and she's like, "Oh my mm-hmm. fucking god!" She like, heaps. "Holy shit!" She starts yeah. screaming for them. Yeah, she's like, "Ajax, blah blah blah, that blah blah," and then they're not coming fast enough. So she's like, "I gotta jump in and do it." So myself. She takes it upon herself. Yeah, she just does a swan dive and has a little savior moment and she's like well i'm not the best swimmer but i'll try <laughs> so she i hope is swimming out there quick. yeah i hope he's getting here fast mm-hmm. and she gets to her she gets to roy who she recognizes right and she gets her kind of up out of the lake ajax you know gets there she in literally time. told her like she quoted herself as flapping her arms yeah, that's yeah, how I, bad of a swimmer she is. Just da 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 da. <laughs> that's, I just needed to say that. <laughs> but then Ajax shows up, saves the day. Yeah, pulls and Ajax takes Roy and pulls her out of the lake. And while this is happening, though, Cora is leaving the lake and she starts to feel something like touch her leg. And she's like, it's yeah. just a fish. Like, it's and a honestly, fish. It's a fish. It's a fish. I, I feel that. I've been there. 100 percent I have like, especially and you if you get like get, the spooky, like, <laughs> oh my God, if you're getting up out of a ladder off a dock and the fish kind of hang oh out in the god. shade, I'm like, oh and my God, oh like my God. Rush against you. Fuck. No, no, it's not for me. It is not. So I no. kind of get, I felt her like total just tension and being scared because I know that yep. feeling. So then as she's swimming, so they get around. They're trying it, to like, well, they, she feels it twice and she's like, yeah. okay. Uh, you know what honestly there's something like crazy but then she does get out mm-hmm. they, they save get her, her out they get her back to life they save her yep then as they're saving her ajax tells her they've identified the I body felt- that was in the cottage but then he also says that i felt things too and i'm like oh validation Ugh, you're not crazy girl yeah which is good because Ugh. but then again, that is still gone yeah, Vad's gone. They find mm-hmm. out that the body that actually was found in the house is Jade Prescott. Dun, dun, dun. Which is the roommate? So who so, the fuck is the roommate? Yeah, like, we've been thinking Jade Prescott is alive, and now Jade Prescott's missing, but actually Jade yeah. Prescott has and been Vad dead. is still gone in the tunnels for over two hours. That's when they really start to question him. 
Yeah, because then they're like, But then Corvina is like, wait, wait, am I crazy? Did I imagine my roommate? No, surely not. Other people saw her too. Honestly, my favorite part where she was like, no, no. Other Troy talked to her. Like, I'm not crazy. (laughs) Wait, what? No. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. So then Corvina goes back to her room and she's like. Well, she sees like something moving in her room. She's like, oh my God, I need to go back to the room. and then. Yeah, because she's like, is that, who is that? Is that actually Jade? Is Jade in the room? Because they still haven't found Jade either. And then she just goes The roommate Jade. She goes dark. Fades to black. And Moe's like, Vivi, wake up. Yeah. Vivi, wake up. Yeah, I wonder how Moe's voice is. Yeah. If he's like, hey, Vivi, get up. (laughs) Vivi, wake up. (laughs) But then she's like freaking out because she's now awake, has no idea what's going on, can't move. And she's on the roof. And she's on the roof. And And then lo and behold, from the shadows comes her quote-unquote roommate who she thinks was Jade. Jade Prescott. And she's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm so sorry it's come to this. I, I didn't want to do you this to you. Just stay away from my body. She really does kind of like get real serial killer vibes, like she, very, very quick. Well, and she, as she should. Because <laughs> she is one. Mm-hmm. So Jade is like. And she just spills her secret. She does. She tells, she explains about her grandmother. Her grandmother was the witch, the witch the, in the group, the Slayers, who was Mr. Deverall's girlfriend, Girl. and then like they had a kid who is like Jade's mom. Yeah, there's like they had a kid who is like Jade's mom, and so she thinks that she's a de- well. She's like I'm a Deverall. Well, she and- like escaped. She like yeah. obviously because she had a baby. Yeah, escaped. They didn't want her to keep it, but she's like, No, I'm gonna have this baby. She like raises her on her own, all this stuff. And then she's like, You know, I knew I needed to get into Varen more. And mm-hmm. I one day I was in town and there was this girl named Jade Prescott who she had saw in town and basically killed that girl, put her mm-hmm. in the cottage, and then took on her personality as being Jade Prescott. Correct. So, but then she starts telling her all about like, oh, you were, you saw the 15 tombs. Like, so you saw that creepy tree. And that's like my grandmother, the tree that had the eye in it. And her grandmother would like do witchy shit out there. And then the cottage was was also her grandmother's. Yeah. The tree was like a drug. And she found out, she was like, I can act witchy. Because I know that if I blow this dust onto people, it's From like the I leaves. can control them. Yeah. yeah. And her grandmother Not figured dust, that out. But, no, know, it is dust. It's like whatever the fuck she... Like yeah. dusty leaves, whatever. Yeah. So she basically says, like, I found ayahuasca <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. going to fucking control you. So when they're like... And it is witchy because she like tells her what to do and... She's like starting to doing it. Yeah. It's very scary. And her grandmother, that's how she would lure people from the town. And that's how they quote unquote controlled them and like had their way with them. And then they would just kill them for fun. Yeah. Make it look real culty and shit. So weird. Jade keeps blowing this hallucinogenic powder drug at Mm -hmm. or she's like, you're going to jump off this roof. Everyone's going to think. Yeah. Think that I just found you. And you know, 
I, you're going to stay away from Mr. Deverell. I told you not to do it. Yep. She admits to killing Troy and Mm -hmm. that he never loved her and that and he, that like that Troy that was suspicious of Alyssa's yep. death and was investigating, and that's why I killed like, him. I had to run him off my scent. Blah 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 blah. And then, and they called it Devil's Breath. Devil's was Breath. That? No, it's truth. Stay close to the devil. <gasps> He'll but save you. Who's the devil? Devil's Breath or Devil the Bad? Mm-hmm. So then, who comes? To save the day. And at this point, not only he, he comes in, he's overheard all of this. And he's like, Jade, you've done everything you needed well, to do. And like Jade tells Core, like, this is my man. Yeah. Like, how dare you? I told you to stay away from him. I told you not to go to him. Like, what is from me? Because he is the owner of this mountain. And my grandma was the witch of the mountain. And we are it. And do you understand that they're like related? And like she, like even Creepy. Jade, because Cor's like, aren't you guys like related? And she's like, our babies would be so powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, fucking nut job. She got really scary, like very, very quick in the mm-hmm. scene. And I actually really did not like her at no. all in any of this. And well, and then also in Cor's mind, were all of these voices coming into her, like. She's right. He doesn't love you. He's going to love her. Blah, blah, blah. But then you know who's there? Mo. Mo's like, don't listen to her. Thank yeah. God for Mo. Mo. Listen to me. Listen yeah. to me. She's, I am your she's voice. She's lying. She's lying. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, all this stuff trying to keep her like grounded. And mm-hmm. then out of the shadows comes Vad. He's heard all of this crazy nonsense. Uh-huh. But then Corvina also starts to fight the dust. And well, yeah. Jade is like, well, fake Jade. You shouldn't be able to be, like, do that. No one's been able to do this. What's happening? But she's not but a then witch. then gets distracted. But she's not a witch. Witchy, but not a witch. But then she's distracted because Vad is there and he starts playing into her and is like, oh, baby, you did so good. Yeah, we're going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And that's when Corbina is like freaking out. Like, what the fuck? He doesn't like me. He's with her. He's tricked me. And these trick voices in her head are like yep that's right and lo and behold though he's doing that just to kind of mess with god get to jade yeah and he's like you're you know he moves closer to jade and as it's happening he kind of like goes to embrace but she like walks to the edge it's so scary she all of a sudden like gets control of her body and she's like if i'm going down you're going down and she grabs onto the fake jade she does grab onto fake Jade. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh my God. And then fake Jade screaming like, she's gone crazy. She's trying to kill me too. Yep. And then <sighs> she tries to turn around and blame it on Core. Mm-hmm. And Vad's like still trying to like slowly be like, Jade, like you're right. You, you know, he's trying to be like, good job. Like, yeah, I don't know. He's, he's trying, trying to, to like talk feed, her, yeah, feed her ego. And oh God. But then she starts getting, like, all these voices in her head of all the people that have died. Like, tell my family I didn't kill myself. Tell my family this and that. And she's like, this is it. Like, I'm going to die. Like, these and are she the kind voices of accepts from the brave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she ends up pushing Jade off the roof. She just, her. like, kind of, like, swings her arms. Yeah, and, like, tries to fight her and off. She's and like, she oh, falls this off. is dance macabre, however you yeah. pronounce that. Yeah, I'm dancing with death, you know. And dan- she's like, this is the dance with death. Like, oh my God. I think she ended up shoving. Yeah, she, like, shoves her off. 
Because she's like, like let go. And she just goes. Because she, yeah. like, is the witch that fought the power. But it's not Jade. But, like, fake Jade. Roommate yeah. Jade is dead. And we don't really, like... I hope we learn... If with a second book of this, I hope we learn more. I, I think I will read it. Because I do want to know the story about, like, who... I want to know the rest of things. Because I feel like there were some loose yeah. ends. But then we well, get also, to... also, like, all throughout the last third of the book she's like trying to get in touch with her bipolar doctor and he's yes. just not answering her phone calls and that really infuriated me yeah because it's and like your at job the end, he's like oh yes you're a complex case and i'm like i'm sorry did you not get the four messages she left yeah, for she you called you a freaking couple times out saying she's you? having it come apart and thinking she's having a schizophrenic breakdown and now she's just come to your office and you're like well sure i'll see you now well, if she would have had a medical portal to be able to mm-hmm. message that physician. <laughs> but God forbid they have Wi-Fi there. They have a coffee maker in the library, though. So, Osprey, I, the end of the book is, like, I hate it, it. it's, yeah. So I was not Like, satisfied. I like it, but I hate it. Yeah, like, it's happily ever after for what we think at the time. And, like, that, I appreciate that. Like, true love, blah, blah. But I have to get there. So basically... I like that they got closure with the mom, though. Yes. So he takes, Vad takes Core to the Institute, and they keep her for, like, six months there. And to just, like, monitor. Yeah. And basically. Trauma, trauma. Vad is going to stay with her. And they're like, that's not allowed, but, like, you seem to bring her happiness, so, like, you can stay. Mm-hmm. So they stay there. Before they I leave. I'm your madness when she wakes up and she's like, he's like, I'm going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. Thank God though. <laughs> yeah. She needs that. Like she needs somebody who's going to be like, you're not crazy. Yeah. So then the, Dr. Detta is just like, oh yeah, Corbin is fine for now. Yep. But who knows? Just keep moving. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then before they leave, maybe they not do... in the future, but for now, <laughs> but for now she's fine, but you just need to monitor her. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he's just kind of like, we don't know how this unknown drug is affecting her, but we'll find out. Yeah. We'll just keep monitoring. Just keep monitoring that you, sir, who we, you're not supposed to stay here, but we let you, you're in charge. Yeah. Because she's in a coma. <laughs> yeah. So she wakes up learns about everything that goes on and then before they leave they do visit her mom mm-hmm. which i did love me like too you said, and she had a little like blip of coming to yeah and she's like purple eyes and and then she sees him mm-hmm. and and she does she remember bad. him yeah she like I it was like she exactly. had like an understanding of like, like who he, he was, was here years yeah. ago and he's here for her purple eyed girl and she's okay. And it's almost like, okay, mom, like you can be your schizophrenic self and you can stop having to battle and like try to come back to protect your kid. Like, yep, she's okay. It's like, almost like okay you can now. let go. You can rest. I honestly yeah. think like that was kind of how I saw it. Mm-hmm. And then we get to see their life after they move in together to some like cottage lodge house. Mm-hmm. Um, they adopt a dog. And it's really like the all American dream. Yeah. They adopt a dog who like becomes bad's little buddy. Mm-hmm. And in this, she writes a book called Gothicana about everything that happened. Shocker. It's crazy. And, and they're still having really good sex. Yep, all the time. And they're still saying cryptic things to each other. 
and still calling each other their madness. Mm-hmm. And finally, th- and that's am in, like, I my devil and my madness and my mountain. She's been calling him her mountain ever since she learned he owned the mountain. That's good. She's putting mm-hmm. two and two together. Mm-hmm. So, and he just says, good girl. She keeps like, good did girl. not, good girl, keep calling me the mountain. You're okay. Yeah, like a little praise kink. We're here for it. We like it. He never really praised mm-hmm. her a ton in the book. So it was nice that he gave her it now. <laughs> good girl. So she, in the she's book, like, but what will we do? Live. We'll just be us. And so she's supposed to be like taking like press tour stuff and she keeps like sending it to VAD and everything. So finally she's like, listen, and she hands him some tickets, which mm-hmm. are basically like, I guess they said Varen Moore because he like Varen, understood. Yeah. <laughs> Or, cool. I mean, is that the town's name? Yeah, I don't know. That they're going back. Yeah, yeah I don't know what the town's He's name is. like, what? It's and been too long. I've been good. You've been good. We've been good. We don't need but to it's go the back. the legacy of the children that we'll have. And she's like, we got to go basically yeah, finish she says some it's time for us business. to go home, Dad. And they're going to Veramore. And that, folks. It's time for us to go home. Is it? That's how we end. Dot, dot, dot. And they're is supposed to be a book two coming out card called but fear Arcana. not the death dust was burned down the tree yes the devil dust. Did. the devil dust tree was burned down that was yeah. under vad's instruction while she was mm-hmm. in so that's not going to be in book two don't worry yeah don't worry about the death tree freaking out about it <laughs> i know you're worried about the dust the eyeball tree's gone <laughs> scary blinking tree <laughs> <laughs> The weeping Willie, <laughs> the weeping Willie, the weeping willow from Pocahontas is gone. The old weeping Willie. Get away from me, Willie. <laughs> so yeah, guys, <laughs> if you made it all the way through. Bless you, first this, off. This was a a great time having you, Grace, as my like guest star co-host. I loved it. I hope you enjoyed your first time on the mic. I sure did. And shout out to my fiance for the headphones. Shout out Save to fiance the for the headphones and the computer and showing us how to work technology. Yeah, I had to click <laughs> a button, didn't know it was there. But here we are. We made it happen. So with that, guys, um, I've got a couple things later this month. I will release them on our Instagram story of what I've got going on. But like Callie and I talked about two episodes ago was there is I'm going to read a book that has some monster dick in it so this is my first time going into the Omega Grace how do you feel about that whoa (laughs) so it's like an Omega verse kind of thing I don't even know if I can call it that I'm not really like even I've never ventured in we've had people in our DMs before so I'm gonna have two other Instagram girlies on with us that are very well versed in all this. So they're going to walk me through it. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'll go ahead and sign us out. Grace, you got any last final thoughts? Anything you'd like to say? My final thought. Hmm. You know, it's kind of inspired me to have my nipple tickled by a braid. And that is where we'll leave you folks. <laughs> nipple with magic the braid. Magic eyes, magic pussy. Magic eyes, magic pussy. So guys, per usual, please rate and review us. Keep your one stars to our 
to ourselves, to yourself. Don't my <laughs> God bless America. Keep, if keep you those do tears anything, Don't base your opinion of this podcast off this one episode. Grace, you did so good. I don't even want to hear it. Please read and review us. And do um, it, but only if it's good. Only if it's good, like Grace, like how she rates. She only gives five stars because she feels bad. Because I just want people to keep doing their best. <laughs> I'm, Hallie I'm and everyone's I are trying to biggest do our cheerleader. Best. Okay. Grace is. She's a big LTAS fan. You. She will clap for you. She'll be the one that, if you landed a plane, she'll stand with, up and clap. I'm friends with your friends. <laughs> friends like, with on the book verse, like I follow these people and I talk to them as if I know them. I sure don't, but yeah, I do because I know you. Because it's a community, Grace, and yeah. all are welcome. I slide into their DMs all the time. <laughs> I appreciate that you do. I love that sure you do. do this. Sure do. So if you're listening to this episode and you've talked to Grace before, now you're hearing her voice. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear it. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always DM us. Please follow us on Let's Talk About Smut podcast only. at <laughs> Only Concerns at uh, on Instagram, wherever you can follow us. Um, if you want to take things more private, let's talk about smut at gmail.com. And guys, that's all I've got Reach for out. you. Love ya. She's not a witch. She's not a witch. <laughs> She's not a witch. We just connect with crows. <laughs> and we love ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>